0: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to a special episode of FinCider Daily right here on the FinCider, part of the SB Nation network. And on today's episode, I preview the Miami Dolphins Week Six Tank for Two a matchup against the Washington Redskins. Who will be the Redskins' starting quarterback, and how will the Dolphins fare in this improbable matchup between two winless teams? We then discuss the Tank for Two sweepstakes, and we break down the latest from Barry Jackson's article and all the comments surrounding Jerome Baker and what makes a true fan. All of this and more on today's episode of Finsider Daily. Good morning everyone and welcome to a special episode of Finsider Daily right here on the Finsider and I am your host Josh Houts You can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at athoutz, H-O-U-T-Z. And the first thing I got to do before I get started is apologize to the millions and millions and millions of people that listen to this podcast. As you know, the Miami Dolphins had another early week five bye. Uh, It seems like year after year, the Dolphins have an early season bye. So with that bye, myself, Sutton, and Kanata all took the time off. It took quite some time for me to get back into the swing of things, but here I am to talk about the Miami Dolphins, our favorite football team, and there is tons to talk about. As you know, the Miami Dolphins are heading into their Week 6 matchup versus the winless Washington Redskins. The Redskins just fired head coach Jay Gruden, who made a comment that he would only show up to work on Monday if his key worked. He was summoned to Washington Redskins headquarters at, I believe, 5.55 in the morning. Dan Snyder is a savage. He went out there and fired Jay Gruden, promoted Bill Callahan, a veteran offensive coordinator throughout the NFL, a guy highly regarded as one of the better offensive minds in football at one time. So we will see how the team responds. We know a report came out today that he stopped playing music and they kind of just quit the bullcrap, And, you know, he was going back to square one and he was going to try to do whatever they can do to go out there and beat the Miami Dolphins. And we will talk about whether or not fans should be rooting for that. We know one player, a player that we had high, high hopes for this season, a guy that has not quite lived up to those expectations that we saw in preseason, had some choice words for fans and their, uh, you know, how they feel about the whole tank for two Tua thing. We will get into that later. But first, the Washington Redskins today announced that Case Keenum, the veteran quarterback that almost led the Minnesota Vikings to a Super Bowl a few years ago, Got a very lucrative contract with the Denver Bron- Broncos, then shit traded away to the Washington Redskins. Uh, you know, so he he has some familiarity in this league. He is a guy that can go out there and have success if everything around him works. And there's no reason why Case Keenum can't put up a fight against the Miami Dolphins. But this is twofold for me. And as much as people want to sit here and talk about the tank for Tua, the Tua Loa you know, getting that first overall pick, whichever quarterback you covet. You kind of have to see the Miami Dolphins go out there and put up a fight, put up their best performance of the season, because let's be honest, they just had two weeks to prepare, and whether it be Colt McCoy, Dwayne Haskins, Case Keenum, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. The Washington Redskins are winless. You know They played just as dismal this season as the Miami Dolphins, so for the Dolphins to come out there and lay an egg after having two weeks to prepare, that would be very, very bad and could spell trouble for this coaching staff, a coaching staff that many of us believe is safe, a guy like Brian Flores is a defensive mastermind. We know what he did against Sean McVay in the Super Bowl. But if you're coming out after two weeks, and you, know, you hear the, the fans and the coaches and the players sit there and talk about how they're going out there and trying to win, you know they just allowed 163 points throughout four games. So for a guy that was highly coveted as this defensive mastermind while the rest of the NFL was headed towards offense, the Dolphins went defense, and right now there is very little defense coming from the Miami Dolphins. Again, the Washington Redskins are not good. We know they love to run the football. I do believe Bill Callahan kind of hinted that they need to run the football more. It doesn't matter about yards per carry, but they're going to continue to run the football because if you run the ball more than your opponent, there is a good chance you win. I don't think that is a direct quote, but it's pretty close, and that is crazy to think. Uh, Again, they're going out there with the veteran quarterback. They're choosing him over Dwayne Haskins. They're choosing him over Colt McCoy, and we will see how that works out. Just go to fritolaysnacket.sbnation.com no purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4/3/2023. Void wherever hit. Here's worth the snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at fritolaysnacket.sbnation.com. Next, let's turn our attention to the tank for Tua Bowl. We know Tua Tagovailoa and the Alabama uh, Crimson Tide were off this week. Lots surrounding Justin Herbert's performance against uh, California this past weekend. He looked very very average to say the least he looked late with his throws a guy that you know is in an offense that's essentially run run pass one guy that we do need to take note of and that is Jake from the stellar quarterback from Georgia I have, I have been pretty down on this guy and I do think it's time to start taking notice he seems to have all the NFL traits obviously I will dig into the quarterbacks later in the year But Jake Fromm is a guy skyrocketing up draft boards. I do think that he could be a potential number two guy in this class. Then there's Jordan Love, a guy that many compare his skill set, some of his tendencies, to a guy like Patrick Mahomes. If that doesn't make you giddy, I don't know what will. You saw him make some decent throws in his game. But, I mean, you just need to see more from him. And, yes, he's surrounded by average talent. But good quarterbacks, you know, build up those around him. And we haven't seen that yet from Jordan Love. Another guy, Joe Burrow's Jalen Hurts. Those are two guys that you definitely need to keep a name on. Both in the Heisman hunt. Uh, both guys could be first-round quarterbacks. But lots of football to be played. So let's not worry about who's going to be the future Dolphins quarterback. Let's think about what Josh Rosen is doing. We know he came out today and he said, you know, his goal is to win enough games that the Dolphins don't have a chance in that tank for two of sweepstakes. No matter what happens, I mean, the Dolphins have three first-round picks. They are going to draft a quarterback in the first round next year. Thankfully, they're doing their due diligence on all of these guys. Yes, I don't know how much stock you put into what Chris Greer thinks, but uh, Marvin Allen, uh, Reggie McKenzie, those guys have found franchise quarterbacks. So rest easy, folks. Do your due diligence. Don't really read too much into what other people are saying. Uh, There's some pretty good quarterback trackers out there. five reasons sports has one. Uh, that the guys at 3 yards per carry have been updating and I've been helping with. I mean, go check that out. Yes, it's highlights, but you can see with these different quarterbacks and how they stack up with one another and try to build your own opinion because at the end of the day, you know, our opinions really don't matter. They're going to go out there and they're going to draft whoever they deem fit, but why not go out there and make your own opinion on these guys, decide on which quarterback you like, And die on that hill, just like I've died on the Josh Rosen hill, just like I'm going to die on the Justin Herbert is the number two quarterback hill. I mean, he did not look good at all versus California, but I can't sit here and take one game as the the say all. You know, that's not the verdict here. You can't put too much stock into one game. It's the overall picture. Herbert has all the attributes, all the physical traits that you want to see in a quarterback. You just got to hope he brings it all together. With that said, let's turn our attention to the Barry Jackson article from the other day. We know Barry Jackson writes for the Miami Herald. Hopefully, you know, you didn't exceed your number of views and clicks for this month because otherwise you probably can't read this article. But of course, Barry went around and he kind of surveyed some of the players to find out what they thought about the tank for Tua sweepstakes, what they thought about some fans rooting for losses. And I will get into that because that triggered me like none other. But first quote comes from Jesse Davis, and he says, It's funny how they think we should tank and lose every game to get the number one pick. It's funny to think about that. We will wait on Jerome Baker's quote. Let's go find the one from Dan Kilgore. For someone to want the Dolphins to lose, I get that. He said, I look at the whole picture, but how many high draft picks have the Dolphins had in the last 10 to 15 years? Kilgore was told that only, t- only top five picks in the past 15 years were Jake Long, Ronnie Brown and Deion Jordan. Uh, Yes, we know Jake Long was a very, very good left tackle. Ronnie Brown was a solid running back, and Deion Jordan was a huge bust. Kiggler then went on to say, It's tough because I understand what they're talking about, but as a person going out to do a job, it's tough to hear. Say, I worked as a construction guy for Florida Highways, and I went out to patch a hole in the highway. Would I do a half-assed job hoping people get in a car wreck? Probably not. I want to go out and do my job, and I always compete to win. So, I mean, there you have it. I mean, there's two guys that are very adamant that, you know, they're not going out there to lose games, but at the end of the day, you know, they can't really put too much say into what the fans think. You know, and personally, I want to see the Dolphins get to a tongue of a low, but at the end of the day, when those games come on at 1 o'clock on Sunday – no one's sitting there rooting for negative plays. No one's sitting there rooting for their favorite team to go out there and look like crap, look like a dismal team like we've seen throughout the first four weeks of the season. You want the Dolphins to have as much success as possible, and I think that's what people need to realize. Just because you say tank for Tua, just because you're you know openly rooting that the Dolphins get what many believe to be the surest quarterback to come out since Andrew Luck, the surest quarterback to come out since John Elway. Why would you not want that for the Miami Dolphins? But again, when the game comes on, things change completely. With that said, Jerome Baker, a guy that many had high expectations for. Many believed he was a cornerstone on this defense. Probably one of the best players heading into the 2019 season. Looked like an absolute world-beater during the preseason. And part of my issue with this comment is the fact that Jerome Baker has been underperforming all season long. He is not even the best linebacker on the roster right now. That is Raekwon McMillan. At me if you have an issue with that. Everyone seemed to at me when he was having, uh, you know, when he wasn't getting those reps, when he was having a little bit of a a rocky start to the season. Everyone wanted to sit there and say, "What's up, Houts? What's up with your boy Raekwon?" But now that he's looking like an absolute beast against the run, he's looking pretty okay in the passing game when you compare him to those other guys you know Jerome Baker was supposed to be able to be that cover linebacker he's not that not this year not so far it's only four games in we still got 12 to go things can change but Jerome Baker has been disappointing so when he comes out and says the things that he said it irked me the wrong way it rubbed me the wrong way but at the end of the day no one should tell anybody what a true fan is here's a quote from Jerome Baker you're not a real fan if you're rooting for us to lose no matter what the reason is I repeat you're not a real fan if you're rooting for us to lose no matter what the reason is we try to win every chance we get if we come up short it's not because we come up short for the future i've seen the tanking and all that he then went on to say from the outside looking in you essentially think we're just tanking but we go out there and try to perform if you are not performing they get you out of here every guy wants to play well and ultimately stay as long as we can Now again, no one is sitting there openly rooting for the Miami Dolphins to lose. If there are people doing that, good for them because I can't personally do that. It's just not how I'm programmed. But again, I am not more of a fan than someone that is sitting there rooting for losses because at the end of the day, what's best for the Miami Dolphins is for them to get that number one overall pick. You know, if you think Josh Rosen's the guy having that number one overall pick, you can then trade for a plethora, for another war chest of draft picks to a team starved for a quarterback, for a team hungry, for a Justin Herbert, for a Tua Tungvaloa, for a Jake Fromm, whoever it may be. Maybe they trade up for Chase Young. At the end of the day, that first overall pick is more valuable than even we know. And again, my issue is not with player, people, or fans rooting for losses. My issue is with anyone, whether it be a former coach, a former player, a current coach, or a current player, or any other fan. No one has the right to tell anyone what makes them a true fan. No one has the right to sit here and tell you how to root for your team on Sunday. Because, like I said on Twitter, and it got, it went crazy. It went downhill fast. I mean, my mentions are still recovering. I've lost followers. People are upset. People are agreeing with me. I don't even know which side most people are on. But like I said, Jerome Baker, he is 22 years old. Personally, I am 32 years old, and I've been a fan since the early 90s. I have been a fan longer than Jerome Baker has been breathing, has been living on God's green earth. And that says, And that speaks volumes. I mean, I I love Jerome Baker. Again, I think he's a cornerstone of this defense. But I'm a younger Dolphins fan. You know, there are some guys that are younger than me who've suffered through the Ryan Tannell era, really never saw Dan Marino. But then there are some older heads. You know, there are some guys that got to sit there and experience the 1972 team. There are some guys and girls that got to experience the winning tradition of the Miami Dolphins. So to have a guy that's younger than them sit there and tell anybody What a real fan is, that is ridiculous to me. I love you, Jerome Baker. Again, I think you are an ascending talent. I think you are the best linebacker on the roster, even if you aren't playing that way. And the future is very, very bright for you. I expect big things out of you. But at the end of the day, you cannot sit here and tell anyone whether or not they were a real fan whether they it's because they root for losses or it's because they go out there and sell their tickets because let's just let's address the elephant in the room you want to sit here and cr- criticize people that are fans that go out there and openly root for losses on Twitter or you know if they're sitting in front of their TV and deep down inside they're rooting for a loss you can't call those people out and then go and play in a stadium that is jam-packed with New England Patriots fans because those guys that have season tickets are selling them away because you know why? You're giving up 163 points throughout four games. You know, I- I've, been to, I've been to Hard Rock Stadium. I was down there for that New England game. There were more New England fans there than Dolphin fans, and they were wearing their throwbacks. They were one game into the season. I mean, it's ridiculous. It, it truly is ridiculous, and again, no one should tell anybody how to be a fan or the right or wrong way to be a fan I respect the players for going out there and laying their body on the line. Jerome Baker, again, an ascending talent. I think the world of him. But you can't sit there and say that. You're 22 years old. I've been a fan longer than you have. If I want to go out there and openly root for you to lose, to go out there and give up another you know, 40 points like you probably will, it, there, there should be no reason for you to sit there and say that I'm less of a fan. Again, when that game comes on, when Josh Rosen goes out there and he throws a touchdown pass to Devontae Parker like he against the, did against the Chargers, who was running around his house, it was me. And I'm sure there were fans all over the world doing the exact same thing. But at the end of the day, we all know what's in the best interest of this team is to go out there and lose as many games to be that num- to get that number one pick and people are upset, oh, we might go 0-16. I don't want to be in the record book for all the wrong reasons. Teams have already gone 0-16. And whether you sit there and say, you know, it didn't quite change those franchises the way it should have, I don't really care. Tua Loa again, is a sure quarterback. And whether you want to sit here and say he's surrounded by this talent, whether you know it's too early to tell, I don't think it is. I think Tua's the guy. I think if the Dolphins can land him, everything in this franchise will change. I respect Josh Rosen for going out there and continuing to compete. And why not let him compete next year? You know, it was the one thing that the Cardinals were scared of. Drafting Kyler Murray and having him get beat out by Josh Rosen. The Dolphins are developing Josh Rosen the right way. Brian Flores came out today and said that is his quarterback moving forward. Again, I'm a huge Josh Rosen fan. I truly, truly think he can be a starting quarterback in this league. But the Dolphins didn't make these trades to not get a first-round quarterback. That That is, that is the facts. They're doing their due diligence no matter what happens this year. They're going to go out there and they're drafting a quarterback in the first round. So whether it be Tua Tungvaluwa, Jake Fromm, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, Joe Burroughs, Jalen Hurts, they're drafting a first-round quarterback. I repeat, they're drafting a first-round quarterback. So it is in their best interest to have that number one overall pick. Again, once the games come on, personally... Josh Houts is not rooting for losses once the game comes on. Now, if you're telling me at the end of this Redskins game, you know, Jason Sanders trots out there and they're down two points and he's getting ready to hit a field goal. And the guy, I mean, he's already missed more field goals this year than he has in his entire NFL career. If he shanks that, I'm probably going to be pretty damn happy about it. I'm not going to be sitting there rooting for him to lose. But what's what's the sense in winning these close games? We've seen it before. Winning close games does not help one bit. You need to suck, you need to tank for Tua, you need to suck for the duck, you need to lose for love, you need to fall for From. Whatever catchy hashtag you want to use, use it. You're no less of a fan than anyone else, and that's it. I mean Jerome Baker again, I'm sorry if I called you out, I'm sure you're gonna block me. You're gonna be added to the list of Mike Jasicki, Charles Harris. Two two uh, you know, apparent busts as of now. They look like guys that their NFL career is not even close to what many expected. So Jerome Baker, please don't block me because you're teetering here, and that could be you sooner than later. All kidding aside, guys, I am back. Finsider Daily is back. We will be back tomorrow with a episode of the flagship station, Finsider Radio with Aaron Sutton and Matthew Kannada. Thanks for listening, guys, for, for today's episode, the October 10th edition. I need to give my wife a shout-out. Today is our four-year wedding anniversary. Amanda, I love you. Thank you for giving me two beautiful children. Uh, again, it's my wedding anniversary. Thank you guys for listening to this. Hope this podcast lived up to all your expectations. I know you have been sitting here just waiting for me to drop a new episode. I'm kidding. No one, honestly, no one was waiting for that. But enjoy the episode, guys. Uh, you know, follow me on Twitter at Houts H O U T Z. DMs are always open if you ever want to talk about anything, life, dolphins, uh, food. If you need some cooking advice, just reach out. Uh, I'm a normal person. I'm just like everyone else. Let's please, let's let's have some good discussions. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of FinSider Daily right here on the FinSider, part of the SP Nation Network. I'm Josh Houts. I'll talk to you next time. That was FinSider
0: Radio, part of the FinSider.com and the SP Nation Network. Miami has the dolphins, the greatest football team. We- Go to goal like no one's ever seen We're in the air, we're on the ground We're always in control And when you say Miami You're talking super cold Cause we're the Miami dog.